0: to get 50% off that's code selling with love 50 at factormealscom sellingwithlove slash selling with love 50 and you'll get 50% off. Not bad. Hey everybody that listens to superhumans at work. Know that all of these episodes are recorded with a live studio audience. Mindvalley members get a chance to join these sessions with the author themselves while we record these sessions. And at the end of every show, they actually get to participate in a Q and a session as well. If ever you're interested in joining Mindvalley All Access and become a member yourself, you'll get access to all the incredible courses from Mindvalley and so much more to be involved with Superhumans at Work, the Mindvalley podcast, and all the other incredible features when you become a member. We are disrupting the way that education works for the 21st century, and we want you to be a part of it. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash superhuman so you can learn more about this incredible offer, which will cost you less than $2 a day. That's mindvalley.com Now, let's get started with the show.
1: Wherever you are in the world today, whether you're in the Eastern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere, whether you're in Mars, the amount of information available to create a company is better now than ever. It's easier now than it's ever been.
0: Plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders, rewriting the rules of high performance at work it's your time to make an impact i am your host jason campbell and this is superhumans at work a mind valley podcast hi everybody this is jason mark campbell welcome back to superhumans at work i have an incredible individual with me noah kagan where we're going to dive deeper into a lot of different topics because this man is a serial entrepreneur He's created multiple businesses and was one of the first employees as a company you might have heard of, Facebook, as well as a company called Mint. And he was always creating a ton of marketing, a ton of entrepreneurship products. And now, if you are in the space of doing any kind of product online, if you're into any kind of marketing, you would have come across some of his tools such as AppSumo, Sumo, SendFox, Sumo, And you might be a follower of his incredible blog that talks about entrepreneurship and marketing, OKDork.com, as well as be a follower's YouTube channel. But this man really is sharing a ton of tools to help small entrepreneurs and business owners to really grow and make an impact in the world. This is why we're gonna talk about what has his journey been, what are things we can apply now, and what should we really know if we're trying to make that impact? Noah, welcome to Superhuman.org. Damn,
1: what an intro, my man. What an intro, thank you so much. I was thinking recently, why the hell do I care to help all these underdogs and people trying to start businesses? Someone asked me that, and I was just like sitting with it for a while. Like, I wanna make tools that are affordable. YouTube channel, that's where I spend a lot of my time. Uh, which is youtube.com slash okay door. A lot of it, I didn't even really connect the dots, but it was that my father came to America, didn't speak English, created a business, made a lot of money, and then he lost it all. Oh. He lost all of it. So he actually went into crazy debt, into drinking, and it was sad. And I think there's something there for me subconsciously, now becoming more conscious about I wanted to feel like I can do that for myself and also help others avoid a lot of the mistakes that <laughs> he ended up making as an entrepreneur. So that's kind of what leads me to. And drives me so much like run AppSumo.com with our team
0: or do the YouTube channel and teach people or create our own tools. Well, this is really something I've noticed because a lot of people out there create tools or create products and they can afford to charge a lot of money with it. Like I feel like on the Internet, some people can charge you thousands of dollars for an information product. Yet I see what you do and you seem to do it in a completely different way where most people are like, wait a second, this is under a hundred dollars. Some people might think it doesn't make sense, but now I understand there's kind of a mission behind that, which, you know, kind of wants me to reiterate, what do you see happening in the space of online marketing? And why is it that it's such an important tool for these small business owners to master to be successful today? Well, I
1: think that the number one problem of every company everywhere is customers, you know, whether it's a podcast like yours or a YouTube channel, or you're creating software or books or courses, like you're launching your book soon, Jason. I think figuring out how to do marketing in general is is one of the most powerful ways of growing any business. So it's, I think a very valuable skill. I was imagining getting dropped during yoga, which I was supposed to be centered. Okay. I was telling you I was at yoga, but I was daydreaming a little bit. And I imagine getting dropped somewhere in like the Midwest or somewhere in like Fiji. Okay. Maybe not as nice as Fiji, but somewhere really random, but I have my laptop. Maybe I don't have any friends, but I can use all the tools and everything out there. And I was like, you know, I think I could figure out ways to survive. There's AppSumo.com slash sell, which is our marketplace. I would create a book or course based on my knowledge. I'd probably go and buy and sell things on eBay or Facebook marketplace or Craigslist. You can go to Upwork or Fiverr just to get some gigs to kind of start going. And it was like, huh, having the ability
0: to understand the internet and work wherever is a superpower. I agree. What do you think about the fact that a lot of the shift on how we work happened in 2020? A lot of us forced to work from home. A lot of us lost the traditional jobs because we're not living in the same way. There's a lot of us needing to work more remotely. Have more people become aware of that fact? And are these still the places that you should start if you want to have an extra stream of income? A
1: lot of people, like my brother, he texted me today and he said, I'm jealous of your lifestyle. You know, there's a snowpocalypse in Austin, and I had the means to travel to Puerto Rico today. That's where I'm at now. I'm at my buddy Eric's house to film YouTube videos and hang out with you. And I get to work on the internet stuff. I feel very lucky that I learned this skill. I don't think it's exclusive. I'm not smarter than anyone in the chat or anyone listening to the podcast or you yourself, Jason. I think I've just been blessed to be in an area and I've put in the work. So I think wherever you are in the world today, whether you're on the Eastern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere, whether you're in Mars, the amount of information available to create a company is better now than ever. It's not going to get easier. It's only easier now than it's ever been. Like back in the day when we had to create businesses, much, much, much harder. I personally believe that anyone in the world can create a YouTube business. If you have no skills, you have hobbies, that can be created into a company. And I love to see people create companies and businesses versus there's a lot of gamblers these days hoping to get rich on you know, NFTs or Bitcoins or like, oh, I hope I can gamble on GameStop and get rich. Look, it's fun for gamblers, but I think people that are trying to build something significant and have purpose, it takes time. Learn the skill because it's out there and put in the work and you'll get those rewards guaranteed,
0: but you have to put in the work for that and give it some time. I love it, which actually brings me to a beautiful place to take this conversation because I've seen, and I am know you've seen, a lot of people will go on the internet and advertise like, hey, do you want to work from home? Do you want to make a ton of money? It's easy. Anybody can do it. And a lot of it can be a bit predatory, making people like buy courses or buy programs to make them do more money at home. You're even seeing in the gambling space, as you just mentioned, if you're going into the Bitcoins and all that. <laughs> But then you said something just earlier. You said when you went out and you used to think anybody can be successful, they can because they've put in the work. You've put in the work. And so my question would be, what is that work that needs to be done for you to be able to even notice these opportunities and have success with them?
1: I think there's a lot of pieces to that. Honestly, I hate when people call each other successful. I think that's kind of a disservice. Like If I say, Jason Mark Campbell, you're successful, it's like, well, everyone needs to figure it out for themselves. Literally in 2021, when you guys are hearing this recording or watching it live, this is probably the first year I've ever called myself successful, and I'm almost 40. It was just for me, like, am I accomplishing and living the life the way I want, not about how others should be doing it? I think what I would encourage anyone to want success is to figure out what that actually means. You should probably make a lot less money than you think, (laughs) which is counterintuitive. People are like, I need to be a millionaire. And I'm like, well, why? You might be able to live very successfully and a lot less money. And so I think figure out what your own measure of success is. Secondly... I call it the law of 100. Something that we've talked a lot about and I've experienced it myself is that if you are trying to have success in business, I'm not going to speak to relationships, I'm single. If you're trying to have success in business, you have to commit to consistency over a period of time. That is almost inevitable will get you success, quote unquote. So the law of 100 is what we've come up with on YouTube, which is if you're creating content like a podcast or a YouTube channel or a TikTok or a blog, commit to at least 100 videos or 100 posts If you're doing sales, do 100 sales or 100 subscribers, send 100 emails and so forth. What we've noticed is that we did 100 videos last year on our channel or around 100 and about like three of them or four of them did well to give you context. So imagine that 4% of your work does really well. That's pretty demoralizing. That's like almost all of my 90% of my year was not successful, quote unquote. But I enjoyed doing it. I found it fulfilling. And I knew as I did it, I was like, oh, I have to do at least 100. Now I got to 100. I'm like, all right, now I can see it working. I've thought about AppSumo. AppSumo.com is a eight-figure business. I think, one, we got lucky with software and deals. But I honestly think it's the team and the fact that we've stuck with it. It's been 11 years now. And so anyone who's watching this, Keith, Stacey, Heather, Gregory, if you want success, frankly, the easiest thing to do is pick anything that you're interested in or excited about and commit to it for 10 years. If you can
0: do it for 10 years, you'll have success. I promise that. And if not, I'll give you some money. I was gonna ask you, so you go and commit to 100 videos and a lot of people actually find themselves hesitating to even get started because you compare yourself to people who have been doing it for a long time. Okay. I want to get started on YouTube. I want to make some videos. I don't have the right camera. I don't have the right microphone. I don't have the right lighting. I don't even have people following me. What do you tell anybody who's wanting to try something looks at doing a hundred, but they're like, I can't even get started until I get XYZ? A guy texted me
1: yesterday. He's like, no, I hate my job. I want to get out of it. What should I go work on? And I was like, two things. One, have a vision. So my vision since I was probably 16 or 17 was to have my own company. I didn't know how I was going to look. I didn't know anything. I was just like, I want to live in a world where I don't have to work for anyone. That was always the vision. That was always the dream. So find some dream that you want to do. You know, we talk about fantasy lists and we can talk about that a little bit later. But number one, have somewhere to go. And secondly, start right now. Everybody I've talked to who's like, yeah, I'm so glad I started now, like on email list. They're like, oh, I'm so glad I started my email list years ago. So today I have the fruits of my labor. And so what I have encouraged anyone out there is, Just use your phone. Like if you go a year back on my YouTube channel, it was me shirtless during coronavirus. Hey, what's up? I'm just going to talk about things. I think the part of starting today is find the thing you want to work on for free. So like I don't make any money on YouTube. We're spending, I'm going to tell you, we spent a million dollars this year, 2021 on our YouTube budget in terms of salaries, giveaways, ads, all these things. I love doing it. No one asked me to do it. So I think if you can find the thing you'd work on for free, do that and then just start it right now. And don't worry Mm -hmm. about the lights and the followers and all that stuff. I think what people do is that they watch a YouTube channel or they read it during Clubhouse or they're reading about Bitcoin crap. They don't really care about it, but they start chasing the opportunity. I think the people that I've found the most successful and the ones that I admire and, and for myself, it's, hey, I'm personally interested in just working on this. Find those things and then spend your time in those types of zones right now.
0: I love it. And it also brings me back to the fact that I know for you earlier, I think it was back in 2012 or something, you talk about doing something now that is fun and aligns with you, lights you up. You've done this for one year in YouTube and spent money doing it. But I know back in 2012, you were kind of in that wheel of entrepreneurship because we talk about being stuck in the hamster wheel of a career. It's like nine to five, wait for retirement, do it for 30 years. And people like to bash on that. But you had an interesting journey where you were in the business, you were growing, scaling, yet there was something that was missing? Or what was that trap that happened? And what did you need to change to make it better?
1: I think for all of us, and I'll tell you the story, because I think stories are more powerful, I was running AppSumo and I think around 2014 or so, something didn't feel right with what I was working on. I went to India and I walked around India for a month by myself. You know, I kind of came back and I've had this a few times in my career where it's just like the alignment is off. And we know it, everyone knows it inside, but we don't wanna to listen to it. We fight it, and I think that's a challenge because we're trying to fight through things and get to the end, we're like, oh, I, I wanna be a finisher. But on one part of us, the other side of us, I was like, hey, this is not really what I wanna finish. And I've had that a few times in my career. So with AppSumo, I didn't wanna be doing deals for the rest of my life. Uh, personally, like being an influencer and an evangelist and a spokesperson, I love doing it. Like, I get to hang out with you, I get to talk to an audience, I get to help them with their business, I gotta promote cool stuff. I didn't wanna be closing deals and promoting at that point. And so that was a moment where I was just kind of recognizing that alignment. And I still make mistakes. A few years later, we went and created sumo.com, which is email pop-ups. And I'll tell you, for like three to four years of working on it, which it's done relatively well, I just never was really into it. I never cared if I died and on my tombstone, they said, he helped collect email pop-ups. That's not what that got me up in the morning. And so getting up in the morning, knowing I'm going to talk to someone like you, getting up in the morning, knowing I'm recording a video about, like, about NFT, this new stuff, and what the hell is it? it gets me going and I don't make money doing it. And I think that's the kind of thing that if people focus on the things that they just enjoy and they can keep doing it for a very long time and sustain it,
0: it does end up that you make a lot of money doing that stuff. I love it, well thank you for walking us through that because it's true, I remember your talk you actually did as entrepreneur, which was an event Mm. by Mindvalley back in the day where you made that kind of pivot you talk also about some very powerful ways to get up in the morning, especially if someone's looking to create something. And I think when you're on the entrepreneurship path, you don't have as much of the company rhythm and stability that makes you go through a regular pace. You kind of have to be responsible for your own habits. I'd be curious to know, what are some of the powerful things you do to start your day to make sure that you get the energy required to do the amazing things you do?
1: I think everyone needs to figure out their own recipe or whatever dish makes their morning. Hmm. And I've had a few different ones. The one that I would say is the fundamental one is called Gebi. So gratitude, exercise, breakfast, you. What I would encourage everyone to do is not copy me, but copy whatever you noticed makes every day successful. I think the more you can put intentionality to make a day great and start with the foundation, it's amazing. Like I'm with my buddy Eric. Every morning he's like, yo, did you get a good sleep? You had a great day. So if you could even just start your day with great sleep, the whole day is one. But in terms of gratitude, exercise, breakfast, you, Gebby, I just use Apple Notes. I don't use a journal. I don't do anything crazy. And I just write, what's something I'm happy about today? And this morning I wrote for, I work with a guy named Mitchell and Jeremy, and I just wrote how grateful I am that they help me with everything and how much they make my life better. Exercise, just what am I doing for exercise today? Breakfast, coffee or something like that. And you is like, what's something nice I can do for myself today? Yeah, and so whatever works for, you know, maybe it's water. The things I've added over the year, I do push-ups every morning. So I wake up and I knock out 50 push-ups. You kind of just like wake up and you're like, I'm the man. You just, you know, you feel tough. And then I make my bed every morning. So if I'm at a hotel or I'm at Eric's house, you could check my bed right now and it's made. That's like a nice little W first thing in the mornings. And I'm still experimenting. I used to read every morning or do Hebrew every morning.
0: Sometimes I do it and it makes the day great. And sometimes I don't do it and I still have a great day. Mm. I love the simplicity and the humbleness of it too, because I've had people ask me about my morning routine now, but like, let me explain you the morning routine when all the stars align that happens like once yes, a month. Yes. <laughs> and then everybody has an expectation that, oh my God, to be successful, this is what these people do every day without flaw. I don't know if that standard is being kept as much as people expect. It's so funny. Doing.
1: I wish Elon Musk would come on podcast and he'd be like, you know what? I wake up, I take a good dump. I probably watch porn for three hours. And then, uh, you know, I get to some meetings around two o'clock. It's like when people ask what kind of pen J.K. Rowling is using or Stephen King, what kind of pen are you using? It's like the tools in the checklist don't matter. It's more likely what are you trying to accomplish and the best ways of accomplishing that. One thing I got to share it with you, all of like past two years, I use this app, Strides. I love it. It's a checklist app. So this is my checklist of everything I wanted to do every day. Did I drink water? Did I have my collagen? Learning? Did I read my goals? Did I stretch? Did I walk? Did I play chess? And I was talking to my therapist a while ago and
0: They said, well, can you be satisfied if you don't do your checklist? It brings you a level of anxiety. I look at it. I'm using Momentum, which actually I saw in your list that you were using this app, which I'm thinking of switching to because Momentum's kind of basic. But when I look and I'm seeing like, oh, look, I haven't even went to plug in the fact that I did my daily habits for three days. I must be a horrible human being. (laughs) So the app is called Strides App. The acronym is GEBI, Gratitude
1: Exercise Breakfast You. I think the part that I'm really trying to embrace is, if I know certain things are gonna make my day better, schedule that in and make that a foundational thing. But the fulfillment doesn't come through the checklist. The structure and the foundation potentially of an amazing day can come through a checklist. I think I became at the mercy of it. I think it's honestly, you're know, you called Mind Valley. I think it's good to be mindful of what's really making a great day or not. And some days, drinking, for instance. I go January, I didn't drink. I had a good month. February, I have been drinking and I've had a great month too. I would be married that only one thing can work. And also we all evolve over time.
0: Uh, this is the journey of the human condition. Uh, Noah, I, I, Love these stories. I love how we can jump into a lot of different topics for everybody. You have so many takeaways from this. And I wanted to go into one subject that is very marketing focus here. You've went and you've done YouTube, a hundred of them last year. You're still very active on YouTube and you seem to have called it as a way for people to be successful. So being like kind of one of the priority this and of course the AppSumo forward slash sell as a marketplace. But can you tell us what you've learned on the YouTube and what are things that people should pay attention to if they're going to be mm. doing YouTube themselves?
1: If you leave a comment and make sure you subscribe to Mind Valley Talks on YouTube and subscribe to the Noah Kagan channel on YouTube, within the next week, we're going to give away a brand new iPad to some commenter. All you have to do is leave one comment about what you're going to do for yourself on the bottom of this episode, and then we'll pick a winner. We'll make sure you're notified. We, we give them all away. So just leave a comment, what you're going to do
0: for yourself. You just got to be subscribed to both channels and leave a comment after this video is over. For people that are on the podcast, this giveaway is actually probably going to be done by the time this is released. But what I would advise you, would it be best to go to OK Dork to find out more of these giveaways? YouTube.com slash okay dork. YouTube.com forward slash okay dork. See what's happening there. For those who are listening live on YouTube and on the Zoom, I put the YouTube link for those on Zoom so you can go join our YouTube friends and be able to participate as well. Wow. Okay. So now everybody gets an iPad. I yeah, wouldn't so well, every no, advice.
1: not everyone can get an iPad. We'll pick one winner gets an iPad. Everyone. Jesus. <laughs> That could be Everybody hundreds. Gets an iPad. No, it's not Oprah. <laughs> no, but I think YouTube is the number one job creator in the next 10 years. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this where anyone anywhere in the world, no matter what you have, no matter your skills, your background, ethnicity, genders, pronouns, you can start a business on it or you can support someone who's starting a business on it. The careers of the people that we've hired, we have a full-time thumbnail designer. This is not a job a few years ago. We have a video editor just for YouTube. The jobs are being created and the, the opportunities to make money doing this As well, if you're a doctor, I saw someone in the audience is a doctor. There's a lot of doctors on YouTube. Either A, you can grow a business out of that channel, or use it as lead generation for your own local doctor business.
0: Yeah, I see YouTube as being a place where people have a little more attention span than any other platform that you see coming out, where people are just swiping through a story or not paying too much attention. Are there a few rules of thumbs if I'm getting started that I should pay attention to? Aside from, well, actually just getting started, I feel like everybody's waiting for that rule of thumb. So I think I'm catching myself here. Is that the advice?
1: Yes. Yes. The number one thing (laughs) is start today. Start right now. This whole life journey ends way too quickly. Like I'm like halfway through or I'm about a third. I think I'm going to live to about 120. So optimistically, like I've got a quarter in. So I got two thirds left and just get going with it. And you don't have to do it. That's the thing. But if you enjoy sharing things, if you want to explore starting your own business, I think it's one of the lowest cost, freest ways to start sharing things, meeting interesting people and potentially create a business out of it. I found it fascinating. I get to meet amazing people. I got to talk to Lewis Howes today. I get to make videos about topics I'm curious about related to business. That's my interest. I think a lot of people could say, hey, if you have no businesses or even you have a company, this is a great way to accelerate it.
0: I love it. Noah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, sharing some amazing insights for everybody here and on the YouTube and on the Zoom. For those of you who are listening to the podcast and you wanna be part of these live conversations, make sure you go to mindvalley.com forward slash superhuman. You can become a member and see that we have videos on. We have a live conversation happening on Zoom as well. For those of you on YouTube as well, you can have a look at that. To do a quick recap, we really wanted to go on a bit of a journey here, understanding that if you wanna be successful and you wanna do something great, make sure that you're in line with the vision that you've created for yourself. Noah talked about if you don't have that vision, you're going to be putting around. You're not going to have that drive. So make sure you work a bit on that and then get started today. I love this advice because, you know, I came here thinking, wow, we should know what these five major tips are for doing anything. But the major one thing that Noah preaches for and advocates for is get started today. And I love this rule of 100. If you can do something, 100 examples, whether it's 100 sales, 100 YouTube videos, just go out and create for a hundred times, then you can at least have baseline data to be able to decide if this is something you want to continue. Align it with the fact that it is great for you. It is fun. It is playful because you can keep doing it. But if it's something that's definitely making you miserable, this is not going to be the path to success. I also love how Noah redefines success into a way that is personal to you. I remember... Everybody wanting to say, you have to go and do this XYZ, i Z. I'm living a different lifestyle myself and I'm feeling very good about it, but I would feel guilty if it wasn't measured to the type of success that you see other people have. Define success for yourself is an important thing that you should do so that you can actually find yourself doing the things without always having that pressure that it's not the same as someone else's life live your life and of course when you talk about productivity morning routines i love the gebby exercise which is start with gratitude do some exercise eat a good breakfast and start with you it's a very simple thing that noah does but we can all do so that we can have a better start and if you can make your bed too that's always a bonus this has been a fantastic conversation this has been a lot of fun and noah as a close i'd love for you to give instructions again i think a lot of people are wondering how do i get this ipad again would oh, you be able yeah. to reiterate that YouTube.com slash OK Dork. Make sure you subscribe to my channel, subscribe
1: to Mind Valley Talks. My biggest thing is I want people to take action. I don't want you to just be a consumer. I want you to be a producer. So leave a comment below with one thing you're going to do for yourself today or in the next seven days. And then after seven days, we're going to choose a
0: winner who leaves a comment. I'm putting the link to the YouTube for everybody on Zoom. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to leave this open for our guests that are watching on the YouTube, as well as on the Mind Valley, where we're gonna do a Q&A. And of course, if you wanna be part of that, you gotta join as a member of Mindvalley, so mindvalley.com forward slash superhuman. For everybody tuning into the podcast, thank you for being a subscriber and stay superhuman.